This is a Howl original I'm really excited about from the creator of the YouTube web series, The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl. Issa Rae debuts a 10-part audio drama titled Fruit, and it's exclusively for Howl. And I think they should be making more of these. Audio dramas, it's like there's so much rich material you can bring to this medium, and Issa Rae is doing it. Fruit is a coming-of-age story about a sexually curious professional football player named X. Each week, listen as X shares his personal journey to reveal who he really is to his friends, teammates, and most importantly, himself. In this first episode, X has an encounter during a night out in the town that could change the way his life plays out on and off the field. The following is based on true events. Names and locations have been changed to protect all involved. Hey, can you hear me now? Ah, cool. I don't want to tell you my name yet. Or maybe ever. I don't know. I just want to tell you my story and hope that you'll understand why I'm choosing to remain anonymous. I'm not ashamed. I'm not trifling, like I'm, I'm not trying to be deceptive, but I just want to talk about my experiences without being judged by people who know me, or by people who will make assumptions about me based on what information they find online. I know the part I play in this thing. Basically, I'm just asking you to listen. I first saw him when I was out with Sia at the Standard. We were having drinks after working. You know you can feel someone's eyes on you? Well, I was mid-conversation, but I felt it. And so I looked past Sia, and our eyes met. My gut reaction was to look away because I wasn't expecting it, but um, I didn't look away. I mean, it felt like we were just staring at each other for, for, for like a straight minute, like 60 seconds of silent staring. I can't even remember what I was thinking. I was just staring. And I couldn't look away. Part of me felt like I would have kept staring if Sia hadn't turned around and found my line of vision. Thank you so much for coming out with me tonight. You don't understand. What are you looking at? Huh? Uh, Nothing. I thought I recognized someone. So you weren't listening? I was. You were talking about uh, your job. I'm always talking about my job. (laughs) See? (laughs) Sia works as a junior agent at my agency. When I first signed with them two years ago, she was an assistant. She was the only black woman in the agency, and she had stories for days. She was low-key, easy to talk to, though she does most of the talking. And I'm fine with that. I mean, she's always looking out for me in my career. Sia was the reason I even decided to go out that night. You know when someone keeps asking to go out and you keep giving them an excuse until one day your excuses are unrealistic so you feel bad about it, and yeah, that's how I ended up there. I'm going to get us some more drinks. Do you still want an old-fashioned? Yeah, thanks. At first, I couldn't tell if he was looking at me or her. But then I realized he was waiting for her to walk away. He waited until I made eye contact with him, and then he walked to the bathroom area. My feet automatically beelined in his direction. You know, I've 
always known that I thought guys were attractive. I think I convinced myself that I was just comfortable enough with my heterosexuality to find men attractive. Because of that, I never labeled myself as gay. Because one, I had never been with a guy. Two, I also find women very attractive. And three, you know, I've been with several women. My last relationship was about a year ago and fell apart when I got recruited to California. But I'll get into that later. When I finally managed to make it to the bathroom, there was another guy walking up behind me. I reached to open the door. Hey, it's, it's one star, bro. I think someone's in there. Oh, nah, it's open. I mean, I think I played it cool, but my heart was beating fast as hell. When I stepped inside, he was posted up against the seat waiting for me. He nodded toward the door, and I locked it. You know, my rookie year, I was kind of like under the radar. My teammates didn't really fuck with me because I didn't go out or participate in the typical shit they make rookies do. Like spending all our money on rounds of bottle service or, you know, taking impromptu trips to Vegas and making crazy bets. That shit was always stupid to me. And that's how a lot of us end up broke so fast. Just trying to keep up. But after a year of being shut out, you know, I realized I didn't like it, and it wasn't good for the team. I didn't like feeling like an outsider. So, I opened up. Yo, actually breaking rookies tonight, you down? Hell yeah, I'm in. Well, nah, this nigga's in when he benefiting and shit. Nigga, I ain't forget, you getting your ass broken in too. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Nah, fuck that. You can't break other niggas in and your ass ain't been broken in. Pause. <laughs> fuck you, nigga. Don't pause on my behalf. That's homo as fuck on your part. Pause yourself. I ain't with that shit. Hey, chill, ring. I ain't. <laughs> so, X, what's up? Huh? So, what's up? This dude was tall. Like, baseball player lean and mixed looking. His eyes had this intensity that drew me in, and I froze. Here I was, a professional football player in a single-star public restroom with a dude I didn't know. What the fuck was I doing? What if somebody saw me? And I turned around and bolted out the door. The dude behind me gave me the look. Yeah, you were right. Uh, somebody's in there. I pushed past him and rushed back to see C carrying both of our drinks towards me. Hey, I was like, I know he didn't leave. Here's your drink. Thank you. So, I was saying that they're thinking about dropping Laurel some before the preseason even starts. Something about recklessness that they want to sleep under the rug before anything. Shit. Like being bothered with it. I mean, is he walking over here? Why is he coming this way? I can't do this any longer. I mean, shit. You know what? Shit, shit. Hey, uh, sorry to interrupt. Think you dropped this in the bathroom? It was a $20 bill. It wasn't mine. Thanks a lot, man. Oh my God, you're the clumsiest. No, I'm not. <laughs> Thank God for honest people. That's our next round of drinks right there. Ooh, <laughs> let us buy you a drink. Oh no, I'm good. I was just uh, heading out. You guys have a good night. You too. So, we getting another round? Nah, I got a train tomorrow. On a Saturday? Stop playing. <laughs> Every day. I'm trying to play this season, 
damn straight make that money <laughs> hey can you take me home i took a sidecar here you still don't fuck with uber there's still frat boy misogynist last time i checked yeah i'll take you home. i went to the bar to close my tab hey can i close out sure boss what's the last name got it while i waited for the bartender to come back i put out the 20. Right there on Andrew Jackson's forehead, I saw a phone number and his name. Gerard. I could barely concentrate while I drove Sia home. Luckily, Sia didn't seem to notice, since she was tipsy going on about how shitty guys are. It's like, I think I'm pretty. I think I'm approachable. I've cured myself of my bitchy resting face and swished it up with a half smile. Do you know how hard it is to keep an approachable smile on your face? Not really. I just feel like men aren't men anymore. This is you right here, uh, right? Yeah, just behind that blue accord. Thanks for coming out tonight. Thanks for dragging me out. I gotta get better at that. I'm not gonna give up on you. Don't. Let's see it. Yeah? You are more than pretty. Don't let them lames make you think otherwise. Took me a minute to realize she was kissing me. And I kissed her back. But I wasn't picturing her. I was picturing someone else. When I kissed her like I should have kissed him. I mean, I... Kissed it like I wasn't afraid. And then I realized what I was doing. I think she did too. Oh my, I'm so... No, I'm really sorry. This is so unprofessional. Nah, don't even mention it. I just... Good night. Night. Now what? Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Fruit was created by Issa Rae, executive produced by Issa Rae, Benoni Tego, and Denise Davis. It was recorded and mixed by Charles Stella. Music and sound design by Charles Stella. Production assistance by Sidney Lowe. Fruit was written by Mike Gallo, Theo Maccabeo, and DK Zoku. Starring Roderick Davis, Utopia Essex, and Andrew Allen James. With an ensemble cast played by Tristan Winger, Chris Sosa, and Heather Sims. Fruit is a Howl original and a production of Midrow Media and Issa Rae Productions. On the next episode of Fruit. Up to that point, he was the closest personal interaction I'd ever had with another guy. And really, he was more like a symbol to me. I mean, I've been around guys close before, but I was different. You can definitely tell he was still on my mind up to that point, though. I definitely built up an infatuation on a one-minute interaction. Now, to hear the rest of the story, sign up for How Premium today. If you go to howl.fm and use the promo code FRUIT, you can get your first month free. Do it immediately.